Hey guys, welcome back to my art and self-improvement podcast. I'm Katie and I'm a life coach and artist. I'm a life coach for artists. I help artists stop procrastinating on their art so they can get paid doing what they love. I struggled with anxiety, depression, self-loathing, so much self-sabotaging behaviors, and this is my weekly update of how I'm improving my mindset and my life one podcast at a time. <clears throat> okay, so the people listening to this podcast... You guys are probably interested in maybe changing some part of your life one or another, right? Um, There's something that you aren't quite happy with and you want to make some changes and I was just like you. I wanted to change my life and so I did it in the most logically (laughs) logical way possible, which is to actually change my life, right? So I I moved states, I moved countries, I went traveling, I changed jobs, I, um, you know, ended relationships, I just, like, changed kind of, like, the facts of my life. I changed the circumstances. Um, and I discovered that that didn't work. <laughs> I found myself in what I thought was, like, oh, an even worse um, place. Why did I keep creating the same results or just kept like creating scenarios where I wasn't happy. And so then I found life coaching and I totally saw and, and they totally explained or like the, the, um, the teachings really explained to me why just changing the facts of my life doesn't work. It doesn't, it doesn't actually help. Um, what's, what's going on is that I need to look within, I need to go inside into my mind. And, um, if I want to change my life, the first thing I need to do is change me. I need to change my brain. I need to, not my brain, but I need to change the way I think, the way my mindset, the way I look at the world, the way I look at myself. So that's what I got to work doing. Like, you know, a year and a half ago almost two years. I did lots and lots and lots of mindset work and so much growth and so much learning. And it was really amazing. Like I really dove in. However, as amazing as these, these teachings are and how really it's like, it's, I mean, I think it's the best thing since sliced bread or it's like, it's, it's, I'm so grateful to have found it and I cannot wait to just keep learning and keep growing. Um, It's really interesting that like, you know, we can actually even use these mindset tools almost against us slightly because the motivation to change, the motivation to like um, uh, change our life or change who we are can really come from two places, right? It can kind of come from uh, two two essential buckets of like motivation and one can be coming from love and one can be coming from hate. And that sounds really cheesy, but really it's like it's like scarcity before versus abundance or like, you know, acceptance versus like unacceptance, right? But like it's not it's not also like um just black or white. You're either coming from love or you're coming from hate. It's totally mixed in. Um, you know, I I had a lot a lot a lot of love for my teenage self and thinking about her and thinking about how insecure she was and how much she just wanted like a break from the mental suffering that we inflicted on ourselves and you know that was really fueled by love there like to to grow and then I think about all the other people who would was experiencing you know what I experienced and how much love I had for people to um 
to, you know, to help other people. So I wanted to like grow and learn and, and, um, and apply this to myself so I could teach it and help other people. But I mean, a big, a big, big, big reason that I that I had to was coming from scarcity like when I first found life coaching or before before I found life coaching I really was like in like the worst place of my life what I would consider rock bottom and um it was you know you know I say that but like really it wasn't that bad (laughs) to be honest um I think other people's rock bottoms, like I wasn't homeless or anything, but it's just interesting how our brains kind of like dramatizes stuff, right? But anyway, I saw it as like, like my rock bottom. I was really unhappy in where I was living with my life, with myself, with my relationship. I really, really felt like my life was just like a mess and I was very ashamed of it. And I really thought something was wrong with it and something was wrong with me. And so then, um, and I was feeling really stuck. I really felt like I had no idea where to go from here. I didn't know how to fix it. I didn't know how to change it. I didn't know how to feel better. And then, yeah, and then I found life coaching and, and mindset work. And it was like, it made total sense. It made so much sense as to like why, um, uh, what I was doing wasn't working and it made total sense what the solution really was. It really showed me what the solution really, really was. But like I said, it's amazing work and it can really improve people's lives and like people can use it to make, to, you know, fulfill their dreams and do amazing things and help so many people. Um, but like a big part of me was using it so that I could, you know, escape because I thought something was wrong with me, right? I thought, something was wrong with my life and something was wrong with me and so I needed to fix it and so I needed to change because something was wrong with me which is really that that fuel of like hate and scarcity and not enough right and that kind of fuel of like something's wrong with me I need to change Um, something's wrong with my life, I need to make it better so that I can prove that I have my shit together, that I'm successful, that I'm not actually this mess, all that kind of stuff. Like, it really created this overwork and burnout procrastination, like yo-yo, teeter-totter cycle. So it would be like, overwork, spread myself thin, exhaust myself to like procrastinate, burnout, thinking I'm horrible for it, all that kind of stuff. And then back to overworking and all that stuff being like, I'm going to do it this time. You know, it's like, it was really a lot of that teeter tottering, which is funny because then all that did was make me feel more like a mess. So it would be like, I would like overwork because I'm thinking like, I can't, I can't be a mess. I got to fix my life. I got to change my life, work really hard, um, change stuff. Um, And, and, you know, that kind of, that only created more, it only like proved to me more that like, what a, what a mess I am. So as you guys know, I've been working on slowing down, regrouping and really like, making sure I'm coming from a better place. And I'm only able to do this because, you know, I'm, I've been really actively choosing to love exactly where I am. Like, choosing to exactly love where I live, 
like, and also just kind of really, it's like, I think a few things that kind of helped me is also like, I just feel on another level, like how much I understand that other people's opinions don't like really affect me. Like if somebody had a negative opinion of me right now, somewhere in the world, someone's thinking negative about me, it literally doesn't affect me, right? Like, like, and I mean it in the sense that like, them thinking a negative thought about me, I don't suddenly feel negative. Like, it's not, like, telepathically transferred to me. It's completely, like, unaffected, right? I'm completely unaffected. Um, So, and that's all came from, you know, the breakthrough that I had. I've talked about this breakthrough so many times. But the breakthrough that I had that I really don't have to change anything about myself, right, in order to in order to like myself. And it all kind of stemmed from that. And I realized that I can totally do that with my um, with my surroundings, with my environment, with my relationships that I have now. So that has allowed me to slow down and regroup. And um, I talked about how in the last episode that I want to focus on doing only a few things like I want to really like get really good at doing just a few things and doing them well instead of trying to do a lot of things all at once. Um, So that's what I did last week. I really, really lightened my calendar. I really wanted to focus. I really just kept only a few things on there. And then if there's anything else that I do, it would be bonus, right? Like it was really a lot of work around like, like, just removing, removing pressure. And I thought I was going to feel totally relaxed. I thought I was going to feel super good and like, um, yeah, just like not pressured, all that kind of stuff, right? By changing what's on my calendar. And I saw once again this week, um, a reminder of what I learned from the very first time that I found life coaching, that changing my circumstances, changing the things outside of my life is never, ever the problem, ever. It is always moi. (laughs) It was really, really interesting to see how much anxiety and like negative emotion that I created last week when I had a fairly light schedule. I really, um, I mean, I did work and I, I worked like a good amount, but it wasn't like, you know, there wasn't like a calendar and a, like a set of tasks I had to follow or anything like that. It was like, um, it, it wasn't regimented. I didn't have to like do things by a certain time, all that kind of stuff. But generally I had a fairly light schedule and, um, yeah, lots of, lots of, and if, if anything, also on top of that, I had a concert that I went to on Sunday. And then I was in the city where I was staying at my friend's house. So I was around people. I was, yeah, I was with like people that I enjoyed spending time with. And yeah, it's like, you would think then that like, oh yeah, look at all these like nice circumstances that would make me feel good. But nope. I felt a lot of anxiety and a lot of negative emotion. And, um, affected my, which affected my sleep and I got myself sick. Um, but I took care of that like quickly. So I don't feel sick anymore, which is awesome. Um, because I was like, okay, we're not going there. We're going to get really good sleep and get really good medicine and stuff like that. But anyway, I can see how last week it was totally all self-inflicted. Um, 
I guess I let me give some of the details. Like I uh, went over to my friend's house, and um, he, my friend, still lives with his parents, parent with his dad, who I find kind of scary. I don't think he likes me very much. And um, I just, I got there and I wasn't prepared. I just, I felt like I was being really, I just, I just had so much thoughts about like, I'm intruding, I'm unwanted, he doesn't like me. Like I'm, you know, all this kind of stuff, right? Like because of how stressed I was, then I ended up being late to the concert because I was afraid of being rude, afraid of like leaving at the wrong time, all that kind of stuff. And then and then the next day, just like, you know, I had so much indecision about should I go to a co-working space or should I just work here in the house? But like I felt really uncomfortable, all that kind of stuff. Um, really, it was coming like all all of that self-inflicted anxiety and stuff like that. It was all from, you know, making decisions in the moment. Right. Like not not planning ahead and not anticipating how how I would feel in these scenarios and just not really um yeah, just like not making decisions ahead of time, pretty much. And it really stressed me out that I got sick. Um, I just, yeah, I wasn't, I wasn't comfortable, didn't feel good. So it's super interesting to me that like, you know, even though I had a super like fairly light schedule, um, you know, it wasn't, it didn't feel like I was, it didn't feel like I was doing like a million tasks a day. I still felt like a total mess. I still felt super messy, which is really fascinating to me because lately I've been thinking that the reason I felt like a mess is because of all the tasks that I was putting on my calendar and then not being able to fulfill that because I was trying to do so much at once and expecting that I would do things like really, really quickly and never get distracted and all that kind of stuff, which is, yeah, again, interesting that like I was thinking that my calendar um, is the reason I felt that way when really, you know, it's a chicken or egg situation sort of, right. But really it's like me thinking in the first place that I'm a mess and there's something wrong with that, that causes me to spread myself super thin, right. In the first place. And so then, um, I wanted to stop feeling like a mess. So then I lightened the schedule, but it just overall, this all just made me realize how much I was using my calendar to control how I feel about myself. Like, it's this, it's this outside thing. It's literally like, it's supposed to be helping me. Right. And I remember my coach talking about this a lot, like, like, um, people use their calendars against themselves when really it's there to help you. So, you know, like I would be, I would put more tasks and do more and want to accomplish more so that I could feel like I have my shit together or I take stuff off so I could feel like I have my shit together. Just like really, really badly coming from like wanting to not be a mess anymore and feel like I have my shit together that I'm like you know I don't know that I just like that I'm I'm just not this mess and so then I won't be ashamed right if I think I'm if I think I have my shit together so it's like once again trying to change myself um trying to like do the this work from something's wrong with me. I need to fix it. I need to change, right? In order for me to like change my life. And it's like, it's, it's, 
I'm really glad I caught it. I'm really glad I'm seeing it so that I can talk about it with you and for you to notice this too in yourself if you're doing this, if you're noticing that you spread yourself thin and you think you're a mess and there's something wrong with that. And all of this is coming from thinking, right, that like something is wrong with being a mess. So, as you guys know, I'm really, really, really big now, very, very big on liking myself exactly how I am. And as soon as I realized that like I was thinking there was something wrong with being a mess, I was like, uh-uh, okay, how do we change that? And one of the things I really wrote down, and this is what I write down almost every single time I catch, like I find another area of myself where my brain's being like, oh no, something's wrong with that. I pretty much just say like, how can I love that? Like, what is it about that that I can love? or I think is okay. So really, like, I, I thought about it, like, what if I was just completely okay with being a mess? Like, I know that's a thought. I know that that's not factual. Like, I'm probably more organized than, like, a lot of people, but that's a bra- that's a thought that my, my brain has right now, and I can't, and I don't want to change it from hate, right? I don't want to change it from thinking something is wrong with me, and so then I start spreading myself thin, put more stuff on the calendar, all that kind of stuff. I don't want to do that. So what if I was just completely okay? Like, let's just say it's true, I'm a mess. Like, what if I was just completely okay with it? Like, what if I really love that I was a messy mess of a person? Like, I feel a lot, I'm emotional, I'm complicated, I'm inconsistent, I'm late to things sometimes, right? Like, what if I totally thought that all of those things were completely okay and and I can like it anyway, I can love that anyway. How would I use my calendar? How would I use like planning and stuff like that to to support me in the best way possible? And I thought about it and I would really think about it like, I would use my calendar to look at events that I have ahead, or not events, but just like if I have travel, um, especially because I, you know, the city is about an hour and a half away from where I am, and I do things like doctor's appointments and like, just like appointments type stuff, like, you know, if I want to groom, like go to a salon and stuff, go see my friends, like I go to the city and oftentimes I stay the night at friends' places. Um, and usually I don't ever feel as comfortable whenever I'm not in my own space, right? Like it's just, it's different. Um, so I would look at, you know, events or travel or things that I have ahead of me like that, um, or anything, right? Any like appointments, whatever. And I really, I'm going to anticipate those things and like anticipate how I'm going to feel, anticipate like what could happen and really just take the best care of myself so like make decisions ahead of time for me like I'm a child like literally right like if I was if I had a little brother or something or a little sister and she was about to you know do these things ahead of her like I would like help her pack her lunch (laughs) right like I would think about like what decisions need to be made ahead of time so that she can take care of herself so that she's taken care of and really do that for myself so I can feel totally taken care of. Unlike the way I was doing it before, thinking like, oh, I'm going to squeeze every single task I can get or like I'm going to do this and do that so that then I can like, you know, get results, get, get um, you know, change my life and then that way I'll feel successful is if I, if I work, work, work and get all that shit done um, and then I get to, you know, put a stamp of approval on myself that like, yes, you are a productive human being, you are now worthy. So yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. But like, when I think about it the first way, you know, like, 
again, just looking at the events that I have, um, that really feels like love. That really feels like I'm planning from a place of love and care and, and like I'm being honest with myself. Because you can plan from love or you can plan from hate. Like if I, I'm really starting to think that, you know, if, if you're really struggling to plan, if you're really struggling to, to follow through on your plans, it's most likely coming from a place that isn't the most like loving, possibly. So I've decided that, you know, before I make big changes to who I am, right, like up-leveling my productivity and, and making sure I never get distracted from things and all this kind of stuff, like, I just want to first make sure that I'm super, super honest with myself, with my current habits, and, you know, what, what kind of things I have that I want to do, and just completely love myself on it. So, like, like totally um, accept what are some of the things that I'm already naturally doing and then working with that. And for, you know, for some people, you might think that like, oh, that sounds nice, right? Like she's gonna, she's gonna like, you know, um, give herself more time to do things. Like that's what I'm thinking is I'm going to like double the time that I do everything. I really want to, I really want to, I want to really want to build that kind of trust with myself that I wouldn't, I would never overexert myself from a place of hate again. Like it's always going to come. I really want it to always come from fun and, and love. Um, but anyway, like you might think that like, oh yeah, then she's going to, she's going to take her time. She's going to slow down. It's going to be great. It's going to be really, really nice. Like it sounds like a nice thing to do, right? Like it's going to be such a good time that like your schedule is going to be so light or, or not so light, but like, it's going to be so, uh, like with so little pressure on it. You might think that, that sounds nice, but if you really, really think about it, it's a completely humiliating process. Like, really, really humiliating. And what I mean by that is, I heard this great quote. I don't know the exact quote. I'm gonna. It's. It's. But it's like it was an article that I read, um, and this woman talks about how, like, um, you know, a lot of us want fulfillment and we want, like success and we want all these good things but we don't realize like what a humiliating process it actually takes to get there and I feel like I really understand what she means and it's that like you know the part of us that thinks it's not okay to be who we are the part of us that thinks we're not enough wants us to act in ways that is not who we are right it wants us to overwork or say say act you know say things that don't really um reflect who we are do things that don't reflect who we are because we have this belief that something is wrong with the way we are right and so we want to change it or we just act not like our natural self whatever that is in this current moment and so in order for us to um uh i guess like find that fulfillment and find that love we have to face the part of us that we're so ashamed of, right? And so for me, um, I guess I, it's like there's there's shame around, you know, not being a hard worker, being lazy, and it's just coming from a place like of, um, you know, wanting to change your life, right? Like thinking like, oh, I need to, I need to, um, I need to work harder. I need to get out of where I am. I'm, I can't be, you know, I can't be satisfied where, with where I am. 
Um, and so then I got to work harder and harder. And if I don't work hard, then I'm going to be like this, this person. I'm always going to be this person like, um, who is, yeah, not working as hard as I want, right? Like who's not doing enough kind of thing. And so the humiliating process is to face that person, the person that we think is not enough, and then to think they're enough. And then from that place of enough to make decisions, to make goals, to take actions from that place, right? But like we need to pause for a second and actually face that person that we're so ashamed of. I hope this is making sense. But that's what they mean by, I think that's what she means by it's a humiliating process. So in my case, it's like my brain is constantly telling me I'm not doing enough, right? Like it's, it keeps telling me like, mm, you're being lazy or like, this is just an excuse so that you don't have to work hard. Like, right. It's like my brain wants me to, um, it's, it, it's, it's in a way it's humiliating me, right. It's telling me that I need to do more and all that kind of stuff. Oh shit. It's telling me that I need to do more and all that kind of stuff. So that's that humiliating process. And really to like, let yourself be okay with these things and to come from love from it and to love, like to love myself exactly the way I am. Um, yeah, in, in all of my imperfections, right? So that's what I'm working on. And um, really what I'm doing is that like, I'm trying to create, I'm trying to like create a positive association with my calendar, make a positive association with planning ahead and using my time and stuff like that. Whereas in the past, I've been using it to you know, kind of like, oh, it's almost like either punishment or like a reminder that I'm not doing enough. That's what, that's what it felt like in the past. So what's funny is that like, I still have my impossible goal. My, I had a, an impossible goal of following my calendar, right? Um, for 2020, my, my real, I did have a caveat that like the impossible goal really is that like, I want to be able to follow my calendar at least in the last three months of the year. Um, and so I'm pretty excited that it feels like I'm still going there, even though I've already quote unquote failed this year, right? Because I have not really been like good with it. Um, but yeah, I, I'm i seeing now how like this would act if I can't, I could not have kept going the way I was going. And so I can see how this transition would help me a lot more. Um, and I feel pretty good. I feel pretty confident that I could actually still achieve that goal. Um, for the last three months of the year, if I'm, if I'm building it up like this and building my trust with myself rather than like putting more and more and more so that I can feel like I have my shit together, I could just like, like that I'm a mess and then, and then have my shit together around being a mess. And, you know, this, this kind of relates to like with art because I coach a lot of my clients on having fun in their comfort zone because a lot of people, would come to me and they, and they would, you know, they would want to, um, they, they're like annoyed with themselves if they're only drawing faces, they're angry that they're only drawing like 15 minutes a day or like an hour a day. Um, and they make these big goals to like make it bigger because they're like, I, I, I just, I need to like, you know, get, I need to improve fast. I need to, um, be a successful artist right now. And then they're talking about how like, yeah, it's just, but art is just not fun. You know, art, art is just not fun for me. I don't want to get excited about it. It's not something that I want to do. And it's like, yo, like you're, you're thinking that like, oh, once you, you know, if you push yourself and do and like try to push yourself beyond your means right now at this stage and, um, 
then you'll get to a place where you'll get so good that then you're then they're having fun that's really funny and kind of like illogical because it's like if you're not having fun in your comfort zone what makes you think that you'll have fun in outside of your comfort zone right and so that's kind of like the correlation with my with my calendar is that like you know I I'm like I want to feel on top of it and like I have my shit together um by putting so much on my calendar when I don't even feel on top of it, when I have a light calendar. So it's like, I'm first going to work on just feeling good and like being okay with being a mess and working around my mess and feeling better there before I then start like, you know, adding more and more projects and stuff like that. So yeah, I hope that was helpful. I hope that was something that like get you thinking about your own life um, where, you know, where are you kind of finding yourself rejecting something about yourself? Um, when really it's something that's totally okay and it's actually and being okay with it is actually gonna help you you know get to another get to where you want to be more you know quicker and um and better so I hope that was helpful if it was and this is like the kind of work that you want to be doing and you want to get more deeper work around this um yes please contact me I have my calendar in the description of this um, podcast of this podcast and so if you'd like a free consult call that is the way that you would be able to contact me and let's get you changing your life by accepting yourself all right I'll talk to you next week bye guys